If you desire maturity, here's what you do. Verse 17. Now, this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. Now, the first thing Paul tells them if they want to be more mature, says, now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. He's saying, don't be like the Gentiles. And when he says Gentiles, what does he mean? Non-Jews. But the Ephesians are Gentiles too, right? He's really telling them, don't be like the unbelievers. Don't be like people who don't believe in God. All right? <clears throat> Why? He gives, them, he gives about four reasons. Number one is that they walk in the futility of their minds. What does it mean to be futile? If something is futile, if you're trying to do something and it's futile, useless, you, right? It's not good for anything. It's unprofitable. They walk in the futility of their minds. <clears throat> so what he's saying is that they use their own judgment, their own thinking, their own logic, their own reasoning, uh, and sense of right and wrong to determine how they live their life. And they walk into futility of their minds. So <clears throat> what they're doing is they're looking at life and they, they're just kind of wandering around doing whatever feels right. Okay? <clears throat> this is what the Gentiles do. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them. Alienated from the life of God. What does that mean? It's like they're separated from the life of God. They have no part in the life of God. And he's saying, don't be like them. If you want to have a part in the life of God, don't walk and think and judge like unbelievers do. All right? So this is, this is your friends. This is celebrities, athletes, musicians. Uh, this is the TV shows you watch, the movies you watch. These are, you know... This is everything from the world. Anyone, you know, they may not outwardly be saying, I hate God, right? But they're certainly not uh, using God's standard to measure how they make decisions and how they live their life, all right? They just go by whatever feels right. So Paul is saying, don't be like them. These are people who do not live according to God's word. Paul's saying, don't live according to your own logic, your own feelings, your, your emotions, right? We watch so many TV shows and movies that, that say, oh, just do what feels right. You'll know it when you feel it, right? But that's just using your own logic, your own thinking, walking in the futility of your mind. <clears throat> so... He's saying, don't listen to that. Listen to the Word of God. Walk according to God's commands, not the world's way of thinking. 
the way the, a worldly mind would work. <clears throat> so, and you can only know God's word, how? If you're reading it, if you're listening to it, right? Like you guys are right now. And I mean like listening to it, not just hearing it, not just letting it, you know, go in one ear and out the other. Not like Charlie Brown's teacher, right? Wah, 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 wah. That's what it sounds like for many of you, I understand. <clears throat> but um, you've got to be listening, listening, putting it into practice, not just hearing it. Because what happens if you only hear it? He tells us, uh, they're alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. Did you know that your heart can harden against God? Your heart can harden against God and His Word and His will for you. If you are constantly hearing it over and over, but not really listening to it, not really putting it into practice, you become numb to God and you don't even realize it. You don't even realize it. Your heart gets hard. And so here's the danger for some of you. You come to church, right? You listen to the messages. You, well, you hear them, but you don't really listen, right? Some of you are here just for that cute guy or for that cute girl. Um, maybe to play some games. Maybe your parents make you, okay? And all the while you're here, uh, your heart is slowly turning against God. It's slowly hardening against God and becoming insensitive to what God would have you to do. Some of you have said to yourself, I'm going to, I'm going to wait until I'm older, Joy. I'm going to wait until I'm older before I get serious with God, before I really submit to His will. I'm still going to go to church and stuff, but I don't really want to take it too seriously. But you don't even realize that, that your heart will slowly harden against God and that as you get older, you won't be able to turn to Him because your heart has gotten hard, because you've had to harden it against His Word, because you've heard it and you've known that there are changes that you needed to make, but you've said, no, I'm waiting. I want to wait until I've had my fun. God says, no, don't wait because your heart will get hard. Paul says, don't be like the Gentiles who have hardened their heart to, to God. Now, <clears throat> they have hardened their heart to God. But because they have hardened their heart to God, they need to feel something somewhere else. And so what do they do? It gets soft to the things that are against God. They become callous and numb to godly things. So you want to get excited about something? And so the pleasures and desires of the world take over. I'm not going to submit to God, but boy, this is going to be fun, right? We start to give up resisting temptation. There are things that we know are wrong. Eventually, because our hearts have gotten hard to God, we start to think, well, why have I been resisting that? This thing's going to be fun. You know, I'm not going to get hurt. Nobody's going to be hurt. Um, why shouldn't I do that? I know God says it's wrong, but why? Who cares? And eventually, that's what, that's what people fall into. Um, 
<clears throat> and you, eventually they just give themselves over to sensuality. And it says they are greedy to practice every kind of imp impurity. It's like they can't wait to break God's laws. It's like, ooh, a new drinking game. Let's do that. Ooh, a new game where we get to hook up and make out and have sex with people that we don't even really know. That sounds exciting. And y'all laugh. Some of you laugh. But you watch. The older you get, the more you're going to see that at, at the very least your friends are going to be interested in doing these things. Why? Because their hearts have gotten hard to God and so they need to find something else to put their passion into. My encouragement to you guys tonight is, is let your passion be directed toward God now. Don't try to wait until you're older because you might not be able to. Because your heart might get hard now. And nobody wants to see that, especially not God. Right? Don't go looking for new ways to defile yourself. That's what Satan wants for you. So, what does Paul say? Why should we not be like the Gentiles? Why should we not behave this way? Verse 20. But that is not the way you learn Christ, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him, as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. All right, those desires that you have to do those things, they are deceitful. They are tricking you. They are tricking you into thinking that you can do those things without any consequences, that you can do those things without your heart hardening toward God. And that, Paul says, if you know Christ, if you have been taught about Jesus, you should not be fulfilling those desires because those desires are part of the old way of life. They are part of the Gentile, unbelieving way of life. And the two don't mix. Christ and worldly ways do not mix. You guys are supposed to be, I'm supposed to be separate. I'm supposed to have new desires. Why? It says to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self. So we put off the old self. It's like we're taking off dirty clothes. Right? We take off dirty clothes, we take a shower, we put on new clothes, and we feel crisp and clean and attractive. Right? At least I do. I don't care what y'all say. All right. <clears throat> put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. All right? Christ's nature is totally opposite from the Gentile way of thinking. Christ is not ignorant, right? Like the Gentile way of thinking. Christ is not giving in to sensuality. Christ is not looking for ways to fulfill your desires all the time. It's not about seeking your own ways. Christ is holiness and separation from a worldly mindset. All right? So, so how does this... Okay, we're told, put off the old self, the old way of thinking, put on this new self. What does this look like? Uh, so you guys need to ask yourself, if you think like Christ, or if you think like the world, and what is influencing your thoughts? 
Is it the Word of God? Do you base your decisions, your reactions to when things go bad based on the Word of God? Or do you base it on your emotions? Do you base it on what your friends say? Boy, what? I wouldn't take that from her. A stupid teacher. Right? Paul tells the Ephesians to put off the old way of thinking. That's the natural way, right? That feels so natural for us to just respond in whatever emotion comes out. But it is incompatible with Christ. If you want to mature in Christ and know Christ, you can't allow yourself to think the worldly way. That's why some of you, you sit back and you say, I don't feel close to God. I feel, it feels like God isn't really with me. Check yourself and see if you're not living according to the pattern of the world, according to the world's mindset, according to the way that the world tells you you should respond to situations. Of course you're not going to feel close to God because if you're living according to the world's philosophies, they're two totally different. It's like, it's like opposite ends of a magnet, right? All right, the same ends of the magnet. They push against each other. <clears throat> I was thinking of one magnet with the two ends going on the other side, okay? Everybody, okay, all right. <coughs> it's like north and south. All right, eventually they meet. Okay, never mind. Uh, <clears throat> oil and water, there you go. Okay. <clears throat> Some of you, you know, you come to church and you're just bored. But if you were really trying to pattern your mind after, after Christ, after what's in God's word, if your desires were really for what Christ has changed them to be, instead of desires for what the world tells you that is fun and exciting, church wouldn't be boring. If your mind is set according to the pattern of the world, you're going to do everything you can to disengage from church. You're going to sit in the very last row in the balcony. You're going to do whatever you can to get as far away from the preaching as possible. You're not going to want to be around people who are spiritually mature because they're going to make you feel weird. <clears throat> right? So put away, put off, put off all that philosophy that, that MTV and BET and Tempo want you to believe. Uh, and let your mind be renewed by God's word. Everything now should be measured according to the standard of God's word. <clears throat> Even down to the Facebook fan pages that you join. Okay? And I'm serious. Because a lot of you join these ridiculous fan pages that... You think because it has an asterisk in the curse word that, oh, that doesn't count, right? It'll have S-H exclamation point T, right? And, oh, that's not a curse word. And there are some, some of you guys join things that, that just have the curse word right in it and you don't care and you just throw it out there for everyone in the world to see on Facebook. But what you're doing is you're aligning yourself 
with the worldly way of thinking, with, with the way that is against God and not aligning yourself with Christ. So, are you, are you letting musicians, athletes, celebrities, TV shows, are you letting them tell you what to eat, what to think, what to wear, where to go, what is cool? Are you letting them influence your mind? Are you walking in the futility of the mind of the, mind of the Gentile, of the unbeliever? Or are you putting on the new self? Are you renewing your mind through God's word? Are you listening to God's word? It's my prayer for you guys tonight and for the rest of your life. Some of you may not know uh, what the old self and new self is. Jesus Christ came to die for your sins, to die, to put to death that Gentile way of thinking, that unbelieving way of thinking, to put to death those sins. That's why Jesus died. He died for those sins so that you don't have to walk in them anymore. And all you have to do is put your faith in Jesus Christ. He paid for your sins on the cross when he died. He was buried and he rose again. That's the gospel. That's the good news. <clears throat> you can put your faith and trust in him tonight. You don't have to continue to walk according to the philosophy of the world. Walk according to Christ. Christ.